This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Well, two questions then. I mean, we saw when Tyler Sagan was in a scoring slump during the year and he scored off in kind of a dirty area, a rebound, or I think it, yeah, it hit off of him and went in. And then all of a sudden he went on the streak. So hopeful that Jason Robertson can get back to the basics and, you know, get a lucky break and maybe a tap in or something like that just to get off the snide. But, so Joe Pavelski's playing so well on that second line. Do you move Joe Pavelski up to the first line to kind of give Robertson some support? Um, I, I still I still don't like the concept of doing it. I'm not opposed to doing it, but as I said on after the last game, or maybe or, or maybe it was after the other game, I I don't want to have to make a move to fix Jason Robertson. I want Jason Robertson to fix himself. Like I I want him to, um. And Stegen's playing well. Hints is playing well. I, 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 I would experiment with it. Honestly, I think you you play around with it, especially when you go on the road for game three, and maybe you use it. Maybe you play around with it a little bit to try to get some other looks around, since you won't have the last change anymore. Um, so I, I would I would definitely play around with it. But I just don't like that it's come to this, I guess, is where I'll go with that. Yeah, no, I think I think that's very fair. And, uh, you know, I like what maybe it is Joe Pavelski, but, I mean, I like the way Ty Domi's playing right now. Did I say Ty Domi? Max Domi. <laughs> Max Domi. <laughs> you know what? I bet Max. Ty Domi could give a shift or two. I really do. If you put him on the ice, I've I've asked Ludwig that. I said, could you give me, like, a shift or two? He's like, I probably could give you a shift. But it would be a rough shift. But yeah, I think I think Max is playing real well, um, and you know maybe that's a credit to uh, Joe Pavelski once again. I just think, you know, Max is playing with more. I see his confidence growing. He's been he's been much better lately. Um, he has been he his transition game's been good. He's been passing really well. Um, I'd like to see. I, I would like to kind of see that. I would like to see them kind of start getting him creating a little bit more um creating a little bit more with his shot as well and this isn't a critique it's just like he's got the confidence passing the puck now let's see if you can kind of add because he's got a hell of a shot like let's see if you can start adding a little bit that at that as well just using this to hope this this confidence kind of snowballs with that um I, i i thought he was i mean he's been much better the guy who i we've talked about him quite a bit. The other guy who's always going to be looped in, in the Domi conversation is, is Dadanov, who, mm-hmm. I mean, he's been so good in the playoffs and just in a real like nerdy technical thing tonight. Like we always see, he's been one of the stars, best players in transition throughout the playoffs. Right. And, um, 
but so often he's just uh, he's an off he's he's a rush he's he's a Russian and a lot of times there's a lot of Russian players who play the opposite hand of their wing. So he is a um, so Dadanov is a he's a he's, he's a right winger, but he's but he's a left handed shot. So he he comes down when he comes down the wing, and this is what like if you like Alexander Radulov did this too, right? He was an off handed winger where they're they like playing that way because you come down the wing and it's easier to cut back across the middle for the shot, but it doesn't really create a lot of opportunities um, from below the goal line. Like he had tonight. And, and normally when he's bombing down the right side of the ice, Dadanov's always looking for that cutback to kind of set up beforehand and Jamie Ben and Wyatt Johnston play off it really well. But so tonight I, I loved the, I loved the part where it just kind of caught everyone off guard on that wraparound where, that goal happens because Dadanov has shifted to space after a bad change by Seattle. And he's on, he's now a left-handed shot on the left side. And that's the only reason the wraparound is possible. And every, you could even see it with the Seattle defense. They're used to Dadanov's play and the scout on Dadanov is he's going to curl back. He's going to curl back and he's going to try to set up the cutter coming in. And instead of curling back because he was on his on on his on his uh on his on his left side he burns the defender grubauer bites hard on it and that's where the goal comes it's it's one of those it's one of those things where it's like it's 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 we're getting nerdy here but it's one of those fun nerdy hockey things where forehand versus backhand makes all the difference here and it's it's a play that only happens because dadanov plays most of his time as an offhand winger on the other side. Otherwise that play doesn't develop just nerdy hockey. thing. No, I love I the analysis. You, that's good. I, I, I hope you can segue us back onto, uh, into conversation. No, I think that's great. <laughs> and that's what this is all about to teach. You know, it was so funny. I was, I was on the morning show the other day and uh, I was, you know, they were asking me and Jane Slater from NFL network was in and, and she said she listens to spits and suds to learn and I said, oh, that's so cool. And I was in mid-conversation, and she goes, wait, Gavin, stop. She goes, when you say deep forecheck, what does that mean? <laughs> and I had to take a step back, and I said, you know what? That's right. That's similar to someone talking about a one or three technique in football. So mm-hmm. I, I love the nerdy analysis. I, I think that's how we all learn. That's how we grow for the uh, uh, the great game of hockey. Um, I didn't think Grubauer played that bad tonight. I just thought we put no, a lot was, of pressure on him. Yeah, He I was just, good. He was, I, he was good. I mean – yeah, nothing with nothing against him at all tonight. He was good. He was, um, he was frankly the re- one of the reasons the game was as close as it was after the first period. He was he was good. And now he had a much tougher night than Ottinger. And I mean, if you're if you're Seattle, right, and you're looking at it, and you're looking at the goals against, it's hard to really f- put much fault yeah. on on the on, on the goalie here. Um, I will be interested to see for both teams. Um, Seattle will have the Seattle will have the easy coaching session, right? Like, I mean, they're coming out of Dallas with, with what they wanted. They got their split. They lost game two, and they're going to go back to Seattle, and that place is going to be absolutely rocking on Sunday when it happens. And they're going to go back, but they're going to next couple of days. There'll be the conversation and the discussion about, okay, how do we get that four check going? How yeah. do we do this? Yeah. You don't, the, the star. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You know, some people have told me they're like, well, you're just pessimistic when it comes to 
the Dallas Stars. And I, I just say, well, I'm not a cheerleader. I'm a realist. <laughs> Thanks, Tom Gillardi. Um, <laughs> but I say this, Sean, this reminds me, this game tonight, of the Saturday afternoon tilt on national TV against Colorado. I said after that game, this team can go to the Stanley Cup if they continue to play like they did on that Saturday. Tonight, I saw a lot of those traits. And I'm just going to raise my hand and say, if they continue this, they can go to the Stanley Cup. But for some reason, I just, I mean, I think they play games where they win and everything. But what I saw tonight as far as the physicality and the D4 checks and the pressure and the and the defense, I mean, sure, you're going to have letdowns and everything, but they stayed out of the penalty box for the most. I thought this was a terrific game for them tonight, and I I just don't think they can be stopped if they play this game on a consistent basis. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I mean they've got they've got three they've got three offensive lines rolling even with Jason Robertson's struggles. I mean, I would argue Hints and Sagan have been would would make would give you justification to say that line is quote unquote rolling. You got three lines rolling offensively. Um, you have a fourth line that does its job, whether you like that job or not, they they do it. And you have I mean, I was I'll be honest, like I didn't know what to expect from after coming off game one, I expected good things, but I didn't know. I didn't know what type of Joe Pavelski the stars would be getting back. That that was one of those things where it's like kind of one of those things where you didn't really want to, you kind of like, you didn't really want to say the quiet part out loud because like you're talking about a guy who has had a history of head injuries and stuff like that. And you're like, is he, if he comes back, what's he going to be and everything like that. And then Joe Pavelski comes back and does what he does. And it's, this is, it's just, I mean, he's got five goals in two games and it's, it's remarkable. And you've got a goaltender. It's this stars team. They, they have a chance. Like I, I watch obviously a ton of hockey and I watch Florida and Toronto earlier tonight. And I watch Vegas and in, in Edmonton and in, yep. in, in, in the New Jersey Carolina game. And you look as far as Dallas is the team right now, it's Dallas is the team for me. That's the hardest one to find the fatal flaws with, right? Like I can find fatal flaws with other teams where you're like, okay, that's the reason they won't win the cup. The stars. I have the hardest time finding that fatal flaw. I can find flaws for sure. I I can start picking things apart completely if you want, but in general, it's, there are things the stars don't have, that quote unquote kill switch where I could be like, all right, well, that's the reason that this, this whole thing is going to have the plug pulled. The, mm-hmm. the, it's it's going to, it's going to get pulled on him. I don't see, I mean, the only other team that I, the only other team and it's the only other team where I kind of see that, where I don't see much of the, the kill switch is Carolina at yeah. least. And I see, and, and I, I see, think I that's a tough matchup for us. Yeah, and, and that's, you don't want to like, you don't count your chickens before they hatch. <laughs> right? so like, it's like, like that's, that's still, that's still, a long ways down the road, but yeah. 
you still have, you still have to deal with it. You have a best of five with Seattle right now, essentially to figure that out. Yeah. But I, I feel good about where the stars are. And as, and you put it really well, they play this way. This could be a long, fun playoff run. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'll say on the opposite side, even down to the final minutes, there's no give up in this Seattle squad and they keep Mm -hmm. coming and they made the game four to two and, They'll pull the goalie and try to get another one. And, uh, you know, they'll come back in Seattle. I'm sure it'll be a rocking barn. And what do they say, Sean, the first 10 minutes? Just uh, hold on for the first 10 minutes, I guess. And let everything settle down after that. Yeah, I mean, that's going to that is going to be one of the things, right? Like they're going to go to Seattle and the stars, the stars don't start games. Well, we've talked about that many, many times. And they're gonna you can't you can't let seattle feed off the crowd and then the crowd feed off seattle you gotta you have to come in to game three on sunday with with that uh and you know seattle's gonna be coming in they're gonna be amped there's gonna be they've had a couple extra have a couple extra days off i i do think the break in this schedule is a slight advantage for seattle with the way they play and the way they want to they want to revamp and they go home but um, it's so you, you have to be ready for that. Now, the stars went to Seattle. I think there's also going to be healthy confidence going there where it was uh, March 12th and 14th or 10th and 12th. Yeah. I think it was they, they went there double header. They played their back to back and they won both games. Yep. And um, assuming the Ben family will be in attendance. I would assume so. Yeah. Um, it was uh, it, it was funny. Gavin yeah, and I haven't seen it yet, but I've seen some of the reaction to uh, I'm seeing I've seen some of the reaction to it on, on on Twitter right now. Apparently, Jamie was interviewed in the post game show or on the on the TV by the Turner broadcast. And you talk about things that national broadcasts learn rather quickly <laughs> that people who covered the year all covered the team all years. Jamie Ben has no interest in being interviewed. Nope ever so no. so there there was uh, apparently I, I don't know what was actually said and seen but apparently i'm seeing i've seen some of the reaction on twitter as i've got it up on the computer here as we're doing this and apparently uh the <laughs> turner crew kind of learned firsthand that jamie is not going to bring the energy that a uh a ryan reeves or a tyler sagan was bringing to their post-game interview yeah <laughs> yeah i'm hoping and we're a ways away from this but retirement jamie ben <laughs> I, I hope he opens up We'll never see I, him again. I, Gavin, Gavin, we'll never see him again. I, well, Gavin, he'll, he'll live in Dallas. He'll live in Dallas. Yeah. He will. He'll live in Dallas. He'll be happy there, but, and he'll, he'll occasionally show up and he'll, he'll do some good charity stuff on the side, but yeah. we'll never see him again. Okay. You'll never see him again. All right. He is going to, he's going to be happy to live his life. He's going to have his, he's going to have his nice home in Dallas. He'll spend some summers back in, 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 in BC You'll never see Jamie Ben again after he retires, and so now, if I'm wrong, I'll be happy to be wrong. But maybe he just does Vancouver radio interviews like Gallardi, and we find him. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a shot? <laughs> um, That's a, I will say. Yeah. I will say this about a former star, um, and I can't remember him being this good. But Mike Madonna is a very good interview now. Like he's opened up and Craig was saying this as well because Craig had him on his, on his other podcast, Mike's opened up and he's very forthright about his career. And, 
you know, why he's with the wild and the family and he jokes around. And to me listening, it's, it's, it's nice. And I enjoy it because, um, it sounds like he's living a good life and, you know, we get to hear Mike Madonna, the personality. So I was just hoping that for Jamie Ben, because he is so short with the media that, um, you know, because sometimes around here, you know, people ask like, or oh, who should we go for? And, and, you know, they mentioned Jamie's name and I said, no, I said, no, you, no, no. you know, you don't want to do that. Um, you know, and I'll mention like Pavelski or even Wyatt Johnston's a, a nice interview. Um, Delandria, you know, guys like that, or, or a Glenn Denning, who, by the way, played pretty well tonight. I thought the fourth line handled themselves pretty well. And Glenn Denning almost got one. And, uh, yeah, so I, even even the fourth line contributed nice tonight. It was interesting to see. And just want to—it's with the the structure of the uh, of of that of that fourth line, right? Where um, Glenn Denning is a uh, Glenn Denning and Foxer, right? You have one's a lefty, one's a righty, and uh, so because and it's one of the reasons I love the construction of the stars lines, and it's one of the reasons that they're so good at faceoffs. Um, Basically, the stars are very situational in how they take faceoffs. If you're, um, if you're trying to, if if you're a lefty, and you are um, the best faceoff spot for a left-handed player, um, is going to be on on the left side of the is going to be sorry, it's going to be on the left side of the ice, right? because the referee is not in your way, basically, when you're going through. For a righty, the referee, you almost have to go through the referee's path to win the puck. And so the Stars always have a lefty and a righty on both. The Stars have a lefty and righty on every line. And so it's almost it's almost automatic, where if it's uh, of how, how, how the Stars take face-offs of, they have the person who is taking the more advantageous draw. So on a night like tonight, even though Roddick Fox is the center, Roddick only took three faceoffs. He won all three of them, but he only took three because situationally it made more sense for Glenn Denning to take to take to take more of them. And Glenn Denning ended up going 10 for 15, 66 point or 68% or whatever that is. Like it's it's one of the things where I I I it's a great way just to bring up. I love the construction of how the star one of the reasons the stars are so good at faceoffs is the construction of their lines. I've seen, I've covered teams and I've, there are some teams who they get killed on faceoffs because they only have a righty or they only have a lefty. And when you have, uh, and one of the things in, about today's NHL, the rules they put in now where to help offensively, you get to pick uh, after an icing and, and a, and a, and a, a faceoff, to start a power play, you get to pick what dot you want to go at. Dallas can pick any dot and they have an advantage. And on the flip side, it's not like an opponent is going to pick. Like I uh, obviously team I've seen a lot of too is the Detroit Red Wings. The Detroit Red Wings this year had zero left-handed centers at all. Only right-handed centers. And um, sorry, no, no right hands, only, only left-handed centers. And so teams, they were just getting every single faceoff and against them and the uh it was picked was on the right side and they just got killed all year on faceoffs because they didn't have they didn't have an uh they didn't have the lefty righty on on each line to do it 
I love the way the stars lines are constructed. And so we talk so much about face-offs and plays and everything like that. But part of it also goes back to the roster was constructed well all the way back to when they built this roster between Jim Nell and Pete DeBoer in their conversation of making sure this was part of the fabric of the team. Um, like I, I saw someone asked about, I saw some, some discourse about the uh, should, should Glendenning, should Kiviranta be in and over Glendenning. And I would argue for the reason I just talked about Glendenning should be in over Kiviranta because Kiviranta is not bringing you that, that place where you're controlling possession and you're winning draws the way um, he's with Foxa. Um, 